listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. My Mac Podcast 486. Android winning market share, losing the future. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome, everyone, to the MyMac.com podcast. This is number 486. And, guys, we are only 14 more shows away from our 500th and only one past our 200th. How about that? Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, I know. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. And I just can't hide it. Uh, thanks to everyone. <laughs> yeah. Thanks to everyone on, on Twitter and all the various other locations. That uh, that said, you know, congrats and thanks and and all those things. We really, really do appreciate it. Um, yeah, and we're not going to stop. Yeah, no matter no matter how hard you try to make us stop, <laughs> it's not going to happen. Ah, oh, Gaz, how have you been this uh, past Mac week? I've been pretty good actually. I've kind of been looking for a white MacBook replacement uh, for the one where. Uh, that my daughter had down at uni because it right. died. And I've been looking on um, eBay, been checking eBay occasionally, and um, there's a few on there, reasonable price. But then I was speaking to my daughter and she said, you know what, Dad, I think I'll be able to just live with an iPad. Yeah, well, she probably can, depending well, on... She, yeah, she can, I think, pretty much, because uh, she's, she's not doing any... I was not using any particular applications other than a writing application and she's using email. So I'm thinking just so long as we make sure that she gets all of her documentation backed up somewhere or is available so that if she's not near her iPad but she's near a computer, she can still use the likes of iCloud or some other um, application in in the uh, in the ethosphere, ethosphere, ecosphere, e- uh, ethosphere. No, <laughs> in the cloud. I didn't want to use cloud again. Anyway, as long as she can get access to them, then she'll be pretty much okay with a with an iPad. So we're now looking and uh, weighing up options from that school because obviously I've got the iPad Air, and um, I'm thinking mm. she also wants to put pictures on there as well. You see, so mm. got a bit of a double whammy there. Um, so now, are that's... they all sharing your iCloud account? Currently? No, no, no. They have their own iCloud and their own iTunes accounts. So, yeah. It, mm. it shouldn't be a problem. It should not be a problem. Um, well, not so long because um, iTunes content doesn't count against your iCloud account, which is one nice thing that they do. Yes, true, true, very true. So, um, yeah, so that's what we're probably going to be doing for her. Although, I, in looking at old white macbooks i then found myself looking at oh yeah the one piece of equipment which many years ago when it came out was very tempting for me to actually move over this was almost a gateway product for me into apple but i never i couldn't quite afford it at the time i don't think i was particularly earning a lot of money at that point and they you know apples are generally more expensive than yeah normal computers and i just couldn't find a way of uh, getting enough cash to and and you know enough reasons to be able to buy this but I, I i was looking around on ebay for a g4 cube 
And wait, I, wait, hold on. You wait. I thought you were looking for a new computer or like a new uh, MacBook or MacBook Pro for your daughter. Well, I was, but I, I was also looking around for a Q because I keep looking. I I still think that they look awesome. Yeah, they do. I still think they are an absolutely awesome looking machine. And I found an, uh, a service from this guy in the States <laughs> who basically allows, if you can get a hold of a cube box and a Mac mini, he will install the Mac mini innards into the cube. Now, doesn't it almost seem like blasphemy? No. To take, to take <laughs> one seriously, to take something as, 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 and and let let's face it, it it didn't sell that well. So there's not like there's there's a ton of them out there, and to to rip the guts out of one just so that you can put the innards of a Mac Mini in it. I don't care, guy. What oh, see, okay. You see, you've got, you've got you've got two processes here. Either I'm a geek and I want to use that machine in its original configuration, right? And you've got the likes of. I like the look of that. I just like the look of it, but the innards don't do it for me. So let's put something in there which will work. Because, you know, running, I think you can get up to Leopard on a Mac Mini G4. Uh, sorry, yeah. On a, uh, on a Cube G4. Yeah. I think, but I don't think you can go to Snow Leopard. I think No, because Snow Leopard. Leopard, I think, was the first Intel-only OS yes. release. So, so you would you would struggle on, on the G4 to be able to get any higher than there. And, you know, I really don't want to run Leopard on on a machine, but I would I would love to have one of those devices. I think they just look cool. And I could find all sorts of uses for it. So I might end up just getting one and, and putting it into some sort of use somewhere in the house anyway. But it, to to stick a, the, the innards of a Mac Mini in there, I think would just be cool, to be honest with you. I think you know, that might be a little operation I'll perhaps try myself anyway. <laughs> or or you could just have somebody uh make you a cube. I mean it's only what plexiglass. Oh, I'm, I know. I'm just being silly now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what's been happening to you? Ah, uh, well, um, you know, during the whole Black Friday, Cyber Monday madness here in the states, mm-hmm. I had gone to Micro Center, and I don't even remember what it was I was looking for. But they anything. had you yeah, looking for anything for anything at all, and I was, I was, I saw that they had. A uh, my wife is doing a victory dance. I'm guessing that the Baltimore Ravens were victorious over the Minnesota Vikings with oh. all kinds of of weird, uh, last minute bad weather. Yep, I was right. So Ravens even in the horrible Raven. weather, the Ravens, Ravens managed beat, to Ravens pull it out. Yeah, the Vikings. Just Wait, hold on. I'm sorry. What was that? They're just in. You talk to me or not? Well, everybody on the podcast, this is what there happens. Were four, there were four touchdowns scored in the last minute and a half of the game. Oh, I've got to see that last bit. Of, yeah, the thing is, <laughs> I'd love to know how long that last minute and a half of the game actually lasted. Oh, in American football? It can take days. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so I, I was at Mike before I got distracted by American football and the Baltimore Ravens, who... It's not even really my team, but it's the team that I I typically have more of an opportunity to see live than the team that is actually my team, which is the Miami Dolphins. You see, really, now, what team should I support? The the Minnesota Vikings were a team that I I liked to do well. 
Right. Because they were Vikings and Viking, Vikings from the North, uh, from the Nordics. Sure. Nordics came over. You know, we, we, we got quite a close relationship with them. <laughs> however, however, rape and pillage. Oh, the yes, towns. Absolutely. absolutely. Yes, but they settled down eventually. Oh, Everybody yeah. Everybody yeah. comes to UK. Like, oh, down. you know, and, and they, were, they were so like, you know, I am so tired <laughs> anyway, of all this oh, pillaging. But, 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 before the Ravens came along, obviously, yeah. ra- no Ravens, because they're a relatively recent team, aren't they? I mean, we're, we're yeah, talking yeah, they used to be, teams, they used to be the Cleveland Browns. Browns. Cleveland Browns, that's right. Yeah. Now, but when the Ravens formed, I thought, ah, Ravens, Tower of London, mm-hmm. you know, I should... So, actually, well done, Ravens. That was a tenuous link, wasn't it, really? Yeah. <laughs> that was a really tenuous link. <laughs> and it all started when my wife came in to do the Ravens victory dance. Okay, okay. Is, <laughs> does she kind of hop along the floor? Because Ravens, like, they don't, do, do Ravens strut or do Ravens hop? Or is it crows that hop? It's crows that hop. Ravens basically just go, strut. they strut, yeah. Because yeah. they're, they're like, you know what? <laughs> I'm a raven. Yeah. I don't. I'm not, I'm not some stinking I'm no crow. crow. <laughs> <laughs> right. Anyway, you was in the store. All right. Yo, oh, wait, hold on. This is a Mac podcast. Right. Got it. Got it. So I'm in this, I'm in, I'm in micro center during the, the whole sale of yeah. just after Thanksgiving. Yep. And I passed by this one table and there's this woman sitting behind the table and they had seven inch. She for sale. Uh, no, or I would have bought two because she was actually very pretty. Um, she had, she had um, a seven-inch, listen to this, a seven-inch Android tablet running 4.2 for $40. But I looked at it. Oh, what an awful piece of crap this device was for $40. But she also had, I've got it, hold on, i got it right here. It's from this this company called Eken, E K E N to 10.1 uh Android tablet running 4.2. It's got a blazingly fast 1 gigahertz high performance processor. Uh it's got Wi-Fi, you know, it's it's got all the typical Android stuff, but a 10.1 inch tablet for 99 bucks. Could not say no. Right. And uh, all, what are you going to do with it? Uh, actually, it's going to be a gift for my son, Guy Jr., because he's the one that has the HTC Android phone. Right. Okay. So, so he's the Android boy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And cool. we're, we're going, we're actually going kind of light on gifts this year because, you yeah. know, I bought the TV and, yeah. and, you know, all these other family gifts. And it's like, I really don't have, the, you know, Peter wanted a, uh, a Wii U. And it's like, really? You're 17 years old. You know, I think you'd be asking me for like a PlayStation 4 or an Xbox One. And I'll tell you what, those Wii U's, they're, they're, they're all right for about 10 minutes. Yeah, well, he hardly even plays the, the, the Wii that he yeah. wanted five or six years. Anyway, you know. That, anyway, moving yeah, on. Yeah, moving on, moving on. Um, also, oh, oh, do I, I have it here. I went to a wedding yesterday. Yep. And it's, this is kind of, speaking of tenuous links, it was the daughter of a school friend of my wife's when she was in college. Okay. Woo. I say, (laughs) woo. And of course, you know, and I I bring it up not because of uh, the happy couple's nuptials, but because of the DJ at the reception. And I made sure that I got his card and I, I swore to him 
that I would give him a shout out. It's one and done events. And his name is Mike Weiss. And let's see if you go to Mike Mice. Yeah, Mike Mice. If you go to one. Oh, darn it. I hate needing glasses. I used to, I used to have such great eyesight. One and done events.com. So one and done events.com. Just, just, yeah, just repeat that because I talked over you. Okay. One and done events.com. His name is Mike Weiss. And uh, he's got this, this DJ set up. And the only reason why I even went over and started talking to him, and besides the fact that I knew absolutely no one at this wedding other than my wife, was that I saw he had a MacBook Pro there. So I went up and I was talking to him. I told him about the podcast. And then I found out that he also has an iPhone and an iPad. And he's running this application from this company called Algor, Algorithm. And Algorithm, the, the name of the program yeah. is called DJ. And I've heard of that. Yeah. Well, he had this whole setup with like this other physical piece of hardware that was connected up to his MacBook Pro. And uh, he could basically, you know, use either the controls on the computer or the controls on this board to, to do stuff. And it was just cool watching him work all this stuff. And then he showed me that he had the same program set up for the, the iPhone or the iPad, but he said those were essentially backups in case, you know, something truly, truly horrible happened. Yeah. So he had all this stuff go. And it was just cool to watch him, watch him do it. And the, the interface for uh, uh, the DJ program when the next song would come on, there would actually be like some kind of um, image of the artist or of the band or whatever that would be on the little spinning platter that was showing on his MacBook Pro. And it was just really cool to watch how this whole program goes. Now, this is something I mean, we, you want to talk about how technology has changed things. And, you know, yeah, I know we're talking about DJs, but, you know, 10, 20 years ago, if you were a DJ, you had literally two turntables and a microphone and then boxes and boxes and boxes of uh, LPs, long playing. Wow. Here we are dating ourselves. Long playing records that you would have to you'd, you would spend the entire time at the table putting one record on, setting it up. And then as soon as that would start to play, you'd have to start doing the same thing on the other turntable. And now with with digital music. And all these interfaces, you don't even have to bother with that anymore. It's like, okay, well, here's my here's my list of 5,000 songs that I have here on my computer. And everything fits in the back of a backpack. And I just thought that was really cool. Excellent. I've seen a few with, um, with very light equipment. Right. Um, but I've, um, I've not seen them just turn up with... Uh, with just that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's it. And uh, I'll give him one more shout out. It's Mike Weiss, uh, W-I-E-S-E, uh, oneanddoneevents.com. So if you live in the D.C. area and you need a DJ, I would highly recommend this guy. He was he, he really, really worked hard. Cool. Yeah. Sounds good. Sounds good. And he was a nice guy to talk to, too. So Excellent. Go on over to the modmac.com recent articles there, gals. Uh, yes. Okay. Why not? Why not? Yeah. Do you want to take the first one or should Yeah, I? I'll take the first one. Good one. It's the, uh, oh, and it has to do with sound. Soundcast, melody, wireless, Bluetooth. You know, before we start on this, do you remember 
back when we first started doing this podcast, we talked about, oh, look, at we got all these articles on iPad cases and iPhone cases and all this. And now it's like every week it seems to be all Bluetooth uh, generated audio products. It's it's weird um, how that changes from week to or from you know over time. Yeah, and I think there's more to come as well. <laughs> yeah, probably, probably. So it's the Soundcast Melody Wire, and that's not to say that we're tired of any of this, folks. It's, I just found no. it ironic. It is. So I'll start again and again. Please, the Soundcast Melody. Just keep on with it. Please. Yeah. So I'll start again. The Soundcast Melody wireless bluetooth speaker this is a user i'm laughing at myself here a user report review well, by I'm, gl- I'm glad you are because no one else is okay well i'll start all over again so it's the soundcast melody <laughs> wireless bluetooth speaker it's a user report review by john nemoroski surround sound or round and round get around i get around okay that's a bit of a beach boys link but it wasn't it wasn't gaz's or mine so go read the article about this high-end wireless Bluetooth speaker. MXL USB microphone. So I'll start again. Soundcast. Will you stop it? <laughs> MXL. You're making me start again now. MXL. That's the third time. That's the third time. <laughs> MXL USB microphones. Four. Audio cast review from... Mr. John Nemoroski on the Studio One Red Dot and AC404. Now, this is actually an audio review about these mics. So go over to the website and take a listen. Yeah, I really like uh, a, a lot of these. And the, the nice thing about a lot of these USB microphones, number one, you don't need to worry about mixers and you don't need to worry about uh, phantom power and all the rest of that. It, it's basically you plug it into your computer and that's it. And whatever yep. sound program it is that you're going to use the microphone with, you're, you're good to go. Uh, next up is the think sound. ON one stereo headphones. Uh, this is a full review by Dale Thorne. Uh, well, this review is full. And I, so I'm guessing that's really long. So grab a cup of coffee before jumping in to read it. A fully comprehensive review, I must say. Um, okay. Amped wireless BTSA1 long range Bluetooth speaker adapter. This is a review from Nam Segri. Nam Segri. So if you're looking for a Bluetooth speaker and adapter to send the signal to other wired speakers, then you have to go and take a look at this product. Enough said. <laughs> Next up is the two handset connect to call answering system. This is a review by Bert Clanchard or Kurt Blanchard. Now this sounds interesting, not just a headset for your landline, but also accepts calls coming in from over your iPhone. And, Gaz, that could be dangerous. I think so. I think so. Hooray! Yay! Oh, wait. Okay, I thought we were done with the articles. Go ahead. Hooray! I'll start again. Hooray! Tech fan number 142. So I was right last week. Uh, Nakamichi, 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 yeah, I think that's history it. drones. Uh, Tim and David uh, turn up at last. Not that we're having a go, Tim and David. No. Uh, and they discuss Not Amazon. Not while we're recording. Uh, will you let me finish? <laughs> <laughs> 
and they discuss Amazon and their drones, uh, the Nakamichi and some cool tech inventions over the years. Quite interesting. Yeah. Yep. Um, the, uh, yes. First successful airliner. There you go. That's all I'm going to say to you people. You now have to go and listen to the podcast to find out what I'm talking about because I've already <laughs> listened to it. I, I haven't had a chance to listen to that one yet. I'll, I'll probably catch that one uh, on my way to work, assuming that I go to work tomorrow. I, 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 I must admit, I listened to it on the way up to uh, Matlock in Derbyshire for my my game against uh, whatever if Met, Matlock versus Ilkeston. Ilkeston, like, laddie. Um, I don't like those, those Ilkeston folk. <laughs> well, actually, they were 24 nil up. Uh, at the end of the first half. Oh, so. And they, and they just won 31, 24 at the end of the game. So. Well, I like that the other team whose name I can't remember almost came back. Matlock. 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 Yeah. yeah. And was, uh, was Andy Griffith part of their team? No. <laughs> you don't understand that, do you? No. I don't. Okay. Matlock was a TV show with this okay. guy named Andy Griffith, who was very old at the time that it came on. And you, you really don't care. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> Matlock, Matlock. Anyway, uh, anyway, if you would like to be a writer, Mr. can I? Yeah, can I just say, yeah, Mister John Nemorowski gets lots of bits and bobs, software, books, hardware, all sorts of goodies. So, if you would like to send him a copy of your wares, i.e., how you good are, how you are. That's why I don't do any. How good you are at writing. <laughs> and send him, send him a piece of your work. Or just ask him. Just tell him, I'd like to do a piece. And, and he'll have a chat with you. And perhaps you can be uh, mentioned on this podcast, as well as appearing on the MyMac.com website with an article review. Um, Go on, give the email address. Go on, guys. Oh, it's Nemo at MyMac.com. That email address again is Nemo. N-E-M-O at MyMac.com. Thank you. Thank you. Has Google uh, Plus been a bit quiet this week? It has. It really did. Kind of, well, we got a people's pick out of it. Oh, yes. Yes, that's right. But I didn't, so, put, I didn't put it in the show notes. We'll have to remember that it's over there. You numpkin. I know. I know. We did get a new mystery person. <laughs> I don't know who approved him. I didn't. And I have no idea who it is. So I wasn't well, I able. I haven't approved anybody. Well, it must have been, uh, I don't know what happened, but we went from 116 to 117, <laughs> and I didn't see who it was that, that made the request. So I'm, I'm completely confused. This, and this is not an, an uncommon occurrence for me. Well, that's, that's Google for you. No, that's Guy. I'm, I'm going to blame Google, not you. Oh, oh good, we good. Did, we did get an email. We did. Mm. And it's from Mr. Nemo. Oh, yes. Are, who asks us how we could we talk about how we use pages in iCloud and uh, collaboration? Uh, and I'm not sure that we're quite quite keyed up for that, to be honest with you. Um, um, you might have to do that another week. Yeah, well, we it's not really all that not, much different from what we used to do in G plus. Well, I think it was more of uh, how do we do it, or how do you get around to doing it, rather than. Um, uh, what we do in you know in different to differentiate between um, iCloud cloud collaboration and Google Plus collaboration. Uh, as far as what we do, not much. No, well, the, precisely. I, I think it's more of a how do you do it? Full stop. 
Oh, um, okay. So, which is, yeah. I mean, it's pretty easy. Uh, you go into iCloud on the web, you start a page, and then the, up in the type right-hand corner, there's an option that says share. You send an email yeah. and start sharing. Um, hmm. it's best to the one caveat I'll give on that it's best to do it on the web rather than trying to share from pages on the Mac itself yeah it's best to actually go into iCloud uh, via a web browser and share from there and do the collaboration online rather than from uh, the application on your uh, on your Mac or the application on one of your iOS devices well, what the only thing I kind of have a problem with is because you created this document, mm-hmm. I can't save it to my iCloud because it's your document. And that's something that's kind of different than in Google where, you know, well, I guess it's not that different because as long as you have the URL, you can get to the document. Yeah. Okay. Well, then never mind. I couldn't <laughs> stop sharing it. <laughs> Ah, well, we got some uh, feedback from Twitter. I can see where your cursor is. Oh, all right. Well, here's mine. Well, no, the, the interesting point is I've just clicked on the share button, and obviously it says that I'm the owner. Right. And it, says, and it says Guy below it. Okay? So I clicked on Go To, and it took me straight to where your, um, your cursor is at the moment. Oh, did it? Yeah. Oh, that is cool. I just clicked on your name and did the same. Right. So now do it again. Okay. You'll find I've moved. Oh, you did move. So you've, you've left it? England then? I have. Oh. So, so there's something else which we've just found for you, uh, John. <laughs> <laughs> and we would probably spend the rest of this show just playing with that, going, oh, you know, instead of, instead of, uh, instead of let's find Waldo, it's like, let's find Guy and Gas. Where are they in this document? No one knows. <laughs> How sad is that? It is sad. It is sad. Okay. Anyway. Uh, we got we got some feedback from Twitter from Mark Shepard. Uh, he says, "Happy 200th show! Our brain cells will never be the same." And um, I think uh, I think it was me that yeah, it was me that put this yeah, in from from us or from me. It says, "Don't think of it as losing brain cells. Think of it as erg." And Mark Shepard said, "Didn't say I lost any, just heavily altered." <laughs> yeah, and it was also Mark Shepard that um, posted a link directly to uh, myself. Uh, I think he put you in copy as well. Yeah. Uh, um, a screenshot of you from the Mac Heads documentary movie. Yeah. It was Guy. It was a screenshot. It was Guy with a ponytail yep. holding a camera, apparently at the 2007, I think you said later, uh, keynote. Yeah, yeah. That, and that was the was iPhone that the keynote. iPhone one? Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Have you still got that video? Um, it, I don't. I don't. I don't know if I have that or not. I would have to look in iTunes. I don't know if I bought it. Be, I, I know no, that every single talking time about the video that you recorded. Oh, oh, oh. Um, you know that that came up uh, quite some time ago, and I have yet to be able to find that video. So what? I have. I have no idea uh, where that video is or. Because I know I don't really think I did anything with it, because there was so much coverage on uh, the iPhone that when it when it came out that it almost seemed like completely redundant. So yeah, right, okay. So I have no idea where it is. <laughs> 
but there I am in a movie. Ooh. Yay. Yeah, and if you check the credits at the end, you won't find me. Oh. No. And the odd thing is my brother Larry was in that in that as well. Like two seconds later, there was a shot of him sitting there uh, in the crowd. And as I recall, he's, he kind of looks up at the camera like, Rrr? and then it goes to someplace else. But I was in it for like a second and a half. So you got to don't blink or you'll miss me. Um, and before we sign out, can I just say, um, well done, Apple, on their front page at the moment. Uh, I just think it's, uh, uh, I don't think they do this very of, often. Uh, they've got a, a, a very nice picture of Nelson Mandela and the date, uh, 1918 to 2013. And uh, very fitting, I think. Well done, Apple. Oh, that, oh, yeah, I just, I just did a quick uh, run over to there. Yeah, that was nice of them to do that. Wow, he he made it to ninety five with everything he went through. Amazing. Yep. yep. I remember just going aside. I, I remember going to the cinema here and, and watching Cry Freedom, and it was the first movie where the whole um, auditorium basically it, it had a physical effect on everybody there, and they watched that movie, and everybody stopped. Until the film went blank, until the last credit disappeared, nobody, but nobody moved from that cinema until that had disappeared, and everybody went out in complete silence. And I, I'll never ever forget it. Incredible. Yep. Anyway. Oh, is, is it me? Oh, okay. It's you. Okay, it's, it's you. Me. Everyone, please. Stand by to stand by. And we, as in Gaz and me, will be right back. Yes, we will. It's actually Gaz and me. Oh, Gaz and me. fan a film fan well check out the international film club podcast right here on the spotlight network tim chatton and alex barker dive into a different movie every time ranging from classics to some of the newer stuff and sometimes some obscure stuff that you actually might enjoy so check out the international film club podcast right here on the spotlight network like an 80 year old man jogging on a nudist beach the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the second section of the MyMac.com podcast. Or is it the MyMac podcast? I don't care which. Um, yeah, we're still here. Yeah. Both of us. In all kinds of weather. Incredibly. Well, <laughs> it's pretty, as I say, it's pretty mild here. Is there a song there or something? Um, yeah, I think there is a song. Now, I the title of this is. podcast, the title of this podcast is Android Winning Market Share, but Losing the Future. Now, why have we called it that? Well, it's kind of, we got a, um, uh, who was it that sent us that email? Was Tom. it Tom? Well, it was, no, nobody sent us. I saw Tom post this, so I pinched it from him. Ah. So, thank, so thanks, Tom. Uh, there was an article written in Computer World by uh johnny evans who is a self-professed appleholic <laughs> i do like i still like appleholic yeah yeah that is kind of weird uh, excuse me everybody sitting in the circle uh my name's gaz and i'm an appleholic <laughs> hi gaz hi everyone <laughs> did you get your cup of coffee as you came in i did yes it's one, it's one step at a time 
<laughs> Somebody's given me a USB stick with an EXE file on it. <laughs> how does that? How does that make you feel, though? It, uh, dirty. <laughs> Quite angry. I'm really <laughs> angry. Ah. Anyway. <laughs> so this. <laughs> This guy, Johnny, yeah, and I'm sure, uh, I, I don't know how he's going to like us pinching his article here, but I don't care. Johnny Evans, alcoholic at uh, Computer World, posted this article on December 4th, and he claims that Apple is uh, winning the OS war. And he's not, obviously, not basing that on market share because Android is seriously kicking Apple's butt. In Apple, in in Apple Share, in market share, <laughs> if you look at every single device made by every single manufacturer that's running Android, uh, but there's some things that you have to look at beyond market share that make a big difference on how a platform uh, behaves and performs over another platform. And, you know, I, when we first started the podcast tonight, I was talking about that I had bought this, this Android tablet, a 10.1 inch touchscreen tablet, and it is a nice screen. Now, Gaz, you remember I bought that, that seven inch one that was just a total yep. piece of crap. Yep. You know, I mean, you had to like bang on, on the, the screen just to make it do anything. And it was just <laughs> total garbage. Well, this isn't like that. I mean, this is actually a, it's a nice screen. Um, you know, it's it's a 16, 16 by 9 uh, 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 screen ratio. Yep. And it's, you know, it's got all the, the, the right stuff. It's got Google Play that's running 4.2 which of Android, which isn't the latest, but it is there. But there's, there's a couple things that kind of made me go, this isn't really something that I would want over over an iPad. And part of it, is the 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 shape of the device itself being sixteen by nine means that it's very narrow on one end and very long on it on the other end, and okay. it's awkward. It's awkward to handle. And for whatever reason, a lot of people that make uh, Android tablets sell them in this configuration. And I don't know if you've ever seen a, a sixteen by nine Android tablet. Um, I'll be honest, I haven't. Okay, well, the next time you're in one of these stores and they actually have them out for you to play with, which most times they don't, uh, pick one up and just kind of look at, you know, hold it from one side, the long side, and then hold it from the short side. And it just seems like it just goes on forever, all the way up to the top. And it's it's, it's awkward. Um, But the, the whole point, I guess, of this is that uh, yeah, Apple has a diminishing market share in in phones and tablets, but a lot of people who claim that this means that Android is winning it is failing to see uh, the bigger picture. And I, I, to me, the point is that this is not like the OS wars of the 80s and 90s between uh, the Mac OS and Windows, as there's one huge difference and several smaller ones that define this less as a market share war and more who's making money war. Yeah. With when it was Mac versus Windows. Well, well, well. Yeah, go ahead. To a certain degree, when it was um, Microsoft versus 
uh, Mac, it was still a, a, a money share because obviously the amount of software which sure. Microsoft sold on the back of all of those sales didn't do them any harm. Not at all. And there were so many other companies that were also making money in applications for Windows yep. and that weren't, you know, didn't feel, feel the need to make those same applications for the Mac yep. because all the money was at Windows. Correct. That's where all the people were. That's where all the money was. In this case, it's, it's not like that. And it's odd because I think Apple, I think currently, if you look at their worldwide market share, and again, this depends on whose numbers you believe, Apple has somewhere between, I think, a, a 15 to 30% share, again, depending on whose numbers you believe. So Android has this, this huge advantage as far as number of Android uh, configured devices that are out there. The problem they're running into is what version of Android and what special bits and pieces has each one of these manufacturers put into the particular flavor of Android that they're selling with their various devices. And if you want to just talk about phones, for example, there are still a ton of phones out there that are still selling with like Android uh, 2.3. Uh, 2.2 and a few of the other, you know, uh, version two things of, of Android on it. And I got to kind of question whether, you know, with Android up to version, what, 4.3 or 4.4, how do these even really qualify as being Android smartphones? Um, well, they don't, but I, I mean... But they still count toward their market share? Well, yeah, but you see, and that's why I don't think Apple are really that worried, to be honest with you, Guy. Look at the numbers that came out recently over the, the, the recent Black Friday and Cyber Monday and, well, Cyber Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday and Friday as well. Um, most of the money that was spent was spent by who? People buying Apple devices. People on iOS devices. Yep. Most anybody, the, the 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 amount of money in comparison to the amount of money that was spent on anybody's records. I mean, there were there were lots of figures that came out, but in in each of the cases, you know, sometimes it was uh, a bigger differential or a smaller differential according to who who's the figures were. But in all the differentials, more money was spent by iOS users on on the websites, and there was still more web usage uh, by iOS device users, which I think has got to grab the attention of people that are creating um, applications who are creating their websites for um, particular users. And, uh, yeah, now you, you could say, some people might say, yeah, but that's because there's so many more iOS devices out there and they are so much more cheap, they're so, so much cheaper. You mean Android? That, and sorry, Android devices yeah. out there that they are so much cheaper that those people who are, are buying them obviously are buying them because they are on a tight budget and that they can't afford to go out and spend lots of money. But it's always been that way since the very start, since Android first came out. People's spend on Android versus Apple has always been much greater on an iOS device, and and if that is the case then there's even more reason for people to concentrate on the iOS users because 
That's where the money is. That's where the money is. Right. You know, not to put too blunt a point on it. I mean, it's simple logistics and simple calculations, and you've got to understand that's where the money is. So, and, and when they say Apple losing market share, yeah, they might be losing market share, but I think that market is still growing just about. So as long as they're increasing in their numbers of devices which are being sold then per quarter again, yeah then i don't think again apple are going to be too concerned they have their own budgets they have their own targets and as long as they are meeting those i i think they're probably still quite happy sure um, and uh, they're going to continue to make the device worthy of uh you know customer satisfaction i'm hearing an awful lot of uh, rumors now that the likes of Samsung and some of the other manufacturers are, are starting to move away from Android. You know, they're, they're trying to make a product which is suited totally down to their own specification, uh, which you know kind of creates a bit of a division. And I'm sure that um, uh, Google, Google themselves won't like that because it takes their applications away from what they need them to be, which is for them to be able to um, create scenarios where they can earn money, i.e., right. by doing searches, web searches, et cetera, et cetera. Which, in this case, isn't really happening nearly as much on Android devices as it is on iOS devices. You know, I, and it wasn't that long Sorry, ago. Sorry, what do you I, mean by that? Sorry, what do you mean by that? Well, that people are using iOS devices to do web searches and, and oh, yeah, yes, to, yes, yes, you know, yes, and yes, all that yeah. more. Yep. on iOS devices than they are on the very OS that Google created to gather this kind of data. Yep. And one of the other, you know, and the other thing to remember is, uh, yeah, because the the money f- seems to be on the iOS side, well, developers that make the good apps, and we're not talking about flashlight apps and, you know, I mean, the fart apps and all the rest of that nonsense, the, the the developers that make the the really really truly good well worth having applications don't do it for free it's either going to be taken care of through in-app purchases or when you and in my case i prefer just to buy the app fully featured outright because it just seems it's you know less hassle and i i don't run into a this scenario where it's like Okay, well, I want to do this particular thing, but I can't unless I spend another 99 cents or something along those lines. And that's my big objection to in-app purchases. Um, but, but as I was saying, you know, the, the big difference is, I think, in apps because Apple has them and Android, for the most part, does not. Um, in pure numbers, there's not that much of a difference between the, the two camps but I think that Apple's iOS continues to see better major developer support. Now, if all you want is a content consumption device, you can go with Android as nearly anything available for iOS is also there for Android as far as content goes. But if you want to do more, and and I, I can use myself as an example because I'm editing video, I'm editing websites, I'm writing, I'm doing podcasts, I'm doing a lot of stuff mobile with iOS devices that I either can't do with Android or 
I have to jump through major hoops, even worse than I have to with iOS sometimes, in order to do the same thing. And I think the big reason for this is that even with the big numbers on Andrew on Andrew on Android side, there are fewer people that are actually willing to pay for applications of quality as compared to iOS. Yeah. I've got not much more to add to that, really. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, you can throw in some of the smaller differences, which include uh, that security is more of a concern on the Android side than it is Definitely. on iOS with the yeah, walled. And, you know, granted, Apple has a walled garden. And unless you jailbreak your iOS device, you can't get applications for it except through iTunes. But on the plus side of that, you're less likely to run into an application. That's not to say that it can't happen or that it hasn't happened, but you're less likely to run into it where you get an application whose sole purpose is to gather data about you to give to whoever the developer is so that he can sell it to somebody else. Um, and not only that, but there, there's been plenty of, of applications, even in the Google Play Store, that is doing things like grabbing all the contacts in your, in your contacts uh, application on your phone or, you know, grabbing all your pictures or, or, or getting whatever information they can about you that they can reach through the Android OS to use in, in whatever way they want. Uh, you're less likely to see that happen with iOS. And typically, those kinds of apps stay in place in the Google Play Store until someone tells Google about them. And yeah, then they'll go ahead and take them out. But for the most part, those apps stay there and are downloaded and are, and are abused until somebody lets Google know about it. Because they're, yeah. they're just not venting or uh, vetting the apps like Apple does. Again, I'm, I'm not going to disagree. I, I think that um, people say that um, Apple is a completely walled garden. You can't do anything with it. But you know, this, I, I, I don't think that's quite as true as, as actually there's, a, there's quite a big walled garden around Google as well. Um, in so much as when you go with Google, boy, do they want to find out a lot about you folks. So just, just be aware of that. Um, and... You can jailbreak your phones. If you're really determined to, then you're going to jailbreak your phone. If you don't want to go into that environment, fine. But you know, if you can't find an app in the um, iTunes ecosphere to do what you need to do, then crikey, yeah. someone would say, crikey. And, and chances are you won't find an app that's better on the, on the Android side. Very unlikely. Well, you know, it, I'm not going to say, yeah, unlikely. It can happen, but uh, it, it's unlikely. Yeah. Um, another issue for Android is fragmentation. Now, a lot of people have pointed to some of the moves that Apple has made recently, like switching from the 30-pin connector to the, the lightning connector. Um, but I don't really see that as that big of an issue because every iOS device moving forward will have that connector and chances are Apple will stick with that connector for a very long time. I think the 30 pin connector was around for nearly 10 years. So 
you know, okay, yeah, there will be some 30-pin devices that you cannot use with a newer Apple device that has a uh, a, a lightning connector. But, you know, what the alternative is to go to like mini USB or micro USB, which is what they use a lot of uh, on the, on the Android side. But that in itself has some problems that the light, I think the lightning connector has uh, very well addressed. One thing I do really like about the lightning connector is that there's no wrong way to plug it in. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yep. I think, you know, I, I can't tell you because I've got a, um, a, a Mophie juice pack air case, which uses micro USB in order to charge it up. And as I sit here and plug it in, it's usually only through trial and error that I eventually am able to always plug that in correctly. But many times with with micro USB or any connector that has a, you know, you can only plug that connector in one particular way or you're going to break it. Yeah, I'd be careful. Yeah, I, I would be careful about saying that because you don't hear of that happening too often, Guy. But I mean, it is a fair point. It is a challenge, but um, you, you don't hear it happening too often. What it becomes is a bit of a pain because you can't quite get it in and you're trying to force it. And then, oh, you have to look at your phone, you have to line it up. And I think it's more of an inconvenience than, yeah. than anything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but on the plus but, side, of course, you've, you know, it's, it's ambiguous. It, what's the word? Im, Im, ambiguous? Ubiquitous. You, sorry, thank you. <laughs> Ubiqu- you. That word that Gaz just said, <laughs> in that it's everywhere. You know, it's very easy to find uh, micro USB cables. They're they're relatively cheap. Um, I I don't believe that. Excuse me. It's I a hiccup. Then oh. I don't know where that's come from, but I've got a hiccup now. Mm. Anyway, it's sorry, all it's all that beer you drink. It probably is. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't think that, that micro USB is as capable as uh, lightning. I, th- I think the lightning connector is actually a, a faster data connection through USB than, than micro USB. I just, I just think that, that there's just nothing really wrong with it. I kind of like, I kind of like lightning connector. Now, okay. as far as fragmentation goes, you've got all these different companies that have created Android devices of various sizes, and I talked about that with this this Eakin device. It's a ten point one inch Android tablet, and it's it's very nice. The screen is nice, but it's awkward. And as I have played some apps or played some you know some games and stuff like that on it, these applications I think would look very different on a, a slightly different. Android screen. I don't know if that would necessarily be a, a better experience or a worse experience, depending on the size of the screen. But this is something else that that application developers have to think about when they develop for Android that they typically don't have to think. The only thing they have to really think about on iOS is whether the application is for an iPad or an iPhone. And that makes it that makes it a snap as compared to what they have to deal with on Android plus all the different versions of the operating system that's out there. Okay, I think we've killed that subject pretty 
pretty convincingly. But I, I, I agree. I think a lot of people are saying it's it's Android's um, market share. But um, I, I tend to agree that actually I think Apple have got it there and they've got they've got the money behind them and um, they're the ones that are doing okay at the moment. Yep. And again, it comes down to applications. That was why so many companies made money off of Windows is that people were buying applications. It's why developers make money in iOS because people are buying applications. It's why hardware makers aren't making money on Android. It's why developers aren't making money on Android is that nobody's buying either the the apps or the supportive hardware for the things that that they're buying. It, It basically ends up they buy a smartphone and they use it in a dumb way. Absolutely. Uh, well, and, and I think, to, to be honest with you, you can do the same with a, um, a an Apple iOS device course. if you're going to use it in a stupid As way. As just a phone, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, I think, um, shall I take us out, young sir? Yeah, bef- before I go off on another tangent. Ah. Well, that's never happened in the history of the MyMac podcast. <laughs> stand yeah, by, just stand by, and um, yeah, we'll be right back. Yeah, maybe hey guy and gas hello ihr beiden this is klaus and laura from mactopics.de and we'd like to invite your listeners to participate in our big christmas contest Starting on the 25th of November, we'll give away a software license on each Sunday leading up to Christmas. So enter soon for a chance to win a license to PopClip, NameMango 3, an Alfred Power Pack, Clarify, 1Password, or Intensify. All you have to do is head over to mactopics.de forward slash mymacpodcast and find out the rest. Thanks for the podcast and thank you for allowing me to let your listeners know about the contest. See you soon on the interwebs. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. It's an interesting affair. And welcome everyone to the third section of the MyMac.com podcast. And um, yeah, so, uh, so Android, huh? Yes. Yeah, Android. Yes. Yes, Android. Yeah. um, You you know, I wonder if anybody could could give us a clue or or what's the other word? Um, A nod? Yeah. Hit it. Gaz's tips. Mostly. Gaz's tips. Mostly. Gaz's tips. It's time for Gaz's tip. That was like the worst segue into a Gaz's tip ever. And I apologize, Gaz. I should, I should be sorry. <laughs> so you should. I should. Okay. Now, when I came over to the Mac, what I wanted to do was use everything that was Macintosh. So I would format any external USB or um, USB sticks that I got to the Mac OS extended journal version or whatever it was that I needed to do, which was Mac orientated, because I hated Windows, of course. Yeah. However. <laughs> you might not want to do that if you've got a new hard drive or a 
drive which you want to share with a person using Windows or a another uh, operating system. Because very often Windows can't see some of the uh, formats which are created uh, within the Macintosh environment. Yeah, or any of them. However, <laughs> however, disk utility does make it quite easy to format a USB stick in the MS-DOS FAT file system. All you have to do is go into disk utility and then when you want to erase or clean a stick or uh, format a stick, if you want to put a few formats on it with the different uh, options on there or create some partitions with the different formats on there, um, disk utility does make this really easy. You just go into the erase section and then obviously click on the format and you can name uh, your stick with the appropriate format, which it's best to use um, probably, uh, as I said, the MS-DOS FAT uh, option. There is a FAT EX, I think, um, option as well, but uh, which is good for larger files. But um, probably best just to use the MS-DOS FAT if you want to share files. But remember, when you reformat a drive, it will clear the contents. I was just about to bring that up. So just be careful to make sure this is either a new drive or you've already copied anything that's on that stick or that drive. Someplace else. To someplace else before you move it back on because it will get cleaned. Um, I've sent a link over to uh, um, the the right way to do this um, on a Mac, and it's from Tech Republic. Uh, there are plenty of options out there, but if you if you're relatively new, so for you old boys out there, uh, know this already. I know that you're snoring at this point in time, but it is important. So any new sliders, you can still format your external drives and USB sticks to FAT. FAT32 probably people still know it as, but it's actually MS DOS FAT file system. Yep. Cool. That's it. I'm nodding my head. Ah! Hit it. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's Tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's Tips. Okay, is that the, uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? Gaz's Tips. Yeah, Gaz's Tips. Do you know the only reason I do this show week in, week out is to hear that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it couldn't be because you want to talk to me every week. No, definitely. Oh, I, I can't even look at myself in the mirror sometimes. Yeah. I can't look at you in the mirror. Well, yeah, because you're in England and I'm all the way over here. It would be awfully odd if you could see me in the mirror. Oh, pick. Yes, yes. Uh, I do finally, finally (laughs) have have an epic for this week. We started this um, podcast at nine o'clock. It took an hour and a half for Guy to find his pick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, It's uh, the Card Shark Collection. From Easy Eight Software, it's two dollars and ninety nine cents at the uh, the U.S. iTunes App Store. It's a fun multi game solitaire uh, application. It's got Klondike and Free Cell and Golf and Pyramid and so many many more. This is the uh, the card game that I will typically be playing in my car at lunchtime at work since I can't bring my stuff inside the building, and that's just so sad. <laughs> <laughs> you sit in your car, <laughs> yeah. playing your card game. Yeah, with the snow and the rain and yeah. everything else. We have a we have a, a little phrase for that over in the UK. It's called Billy No Mates. Yeah, yeah, I can <laughs> see that. 
I know exactly <laughs> what that means. But actually, that does look quite a good app, actually. I might, I might uh, go over it. It is. It's yeah. a lot of fun. Cloud games, good. Okay, um, this is a bit UK-centric, the pick itself. However, it is a generic pick as well. I do an awful lot of banking on my iOS devices, both my iPhone, I think I've mentioned this before, and on the iPad. And I bank with a company called Barclays over here. Yeah, and English bank. they have a pretty good um, mobile application. They've got one specifically for the iPad and also one for the iPhone. And I'll tell you what, I use it all the time. I do lots lots of banking, bank transfers, paying people, and uh, checking my account. Do it all the time on the iOS device. So, yes, the bank is out. But as a generic pick, if you've got a bank and they've got an app, then uh, just go and have a play because it makes life so much easier, I can tell you. That's the end of Gaz's tips. Oh, wait, no, no. Pick. That's his pick. Uh, That's we, the we, end of Gaz's pick. We have a people's... That's the end of Gaz's pick. <laughs> Will you let me finish? Gaz's pick. We have, we have a people's pick. People's pick from Eric Stone. Uh, here's a great people's pick for everyone. Sonic Dash, which is from EA, is an excellent endless runner like Temple Run. You get to play as Sonic the Hedgehog and run through a colorful... Color, colorful. wow, a colorful oh, world colorful. of baddies, spikes, bombs, and you'll even loop upside down on occasion. It is free in the App Store as a universal app. And of course, when something is free, it has lots of in-app purchases, but you don't need to purchase any of them to play or enjoy the game. Uh, yeah, it looks quite good, actually. Yeah, it does. I like Sonic. I I used to have a Mega Drive. I had a a Genesis. I don't know if that's the same thing. It might have been. It might have been. But there was there was a, an M1 Abrams tank game that I really really had a good time with, and it used to make me crazy. Yeah. But, but this isn't the Sonic the Hedgehog Sega podcast. Not. <laughs> so we'll move on. We'll, we'll move, move on. on. Uh, we are still. As far as I know, still at 139 likes. Yep, still at 139 likes over in Facebook. Yeah, be, being <sighs> Google, being Google still. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, we're at 116 plus one person whose name I don't know over there at G+. <laughs> um, now, Guy, how yeah. would people contact you if they wanted to? If they... Because they might want to contact you to say how very much they enjoy the show because we're still amazed that people download this particular yeah. podcast. Though that and is kind of a stretch, Gaz, that they would contact me in that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, they could contact me at guy at mymac.com or on the Twitters at twitter.com forward slash MacParrot. <laughs> How how would they contact you, Gaz? Easy. Email address, gaz at mymac.com, G-A-Z. Set. Or on the Twitters, twitter.com forward slash gazmaz, G-A-Z. There's a combination Twitter feed, which Ooh, I like is this one. twitter.com forward slash guy and gaz, G-U-Y-A-N-D-G-A-Z. Zad. <laughs> you can also contact fearless leader Tim at feedback at mymac.com and remind him 
that he made the biggest mistake in his life turning this podcast over to the two of us. And Gaz, there is actually one more way that they can contact us. And it's not smoke signals. Plus Uh, one. Plus one. Plus one. Plus one. Sorry, I just clicked. Oh, oh, you know what? Plus one. There. (laughs) Plus Plus one seven oh three four three six nine five zero one on Skype. Plus one seven do you know what? Speaking of telephone I was gonna say speaking of telephone calls. It's it's a Skype call coming. It's a Skype call. It's a live Skype call. Well we're recording. Yeah. Plus one seven oh three four three six nine five zero one. Now it's still ringing. (laughs) Quiet, die phone, die. Could you not ring us while we're doing the show? Yeah. I told you, listeners, stop ringing. Ah, uh, and you know something else I forgot to do this week, Gaz, and you're probably delighted. Go on. I forgot to do the the foreign language funny message. Well, what? Just thank everybody for downloading the show. I will thank thank you to everyone from the heart of our bottom of our heart for downloading the the mymac.com podcast. We really, really do appreciate it. Where you know, Gaz was saying, we're not quite sure of your motivation to do so, but we are delighted that you do. And, you know, Gaz, I think that this is probably the best show that we have ever, ever, ever done. And that you're good enough. I'm, I I can't even, I can't say that smart enough. It just doesn't process. And doggone it, I think people like both of us. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Kind of flüchten. 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 And. Thanks for downloading this podcast. You can also find other great podcasts on the Stoplight Network, like the Tech Fan Podcast, Three Geeky Ladies, Not Another Mac Podcast, The Mac Specialist Podcast, Geekiest Show Ever, The Teacher Cast Podcast, The Apple Junkies Podcast, and the All New App Minute Podcast. Mm. God, the, the weather here just is. Oh, well, there's this big winter storm that's kind of passing through. It's the first one of kind of of the year, and uh, or first one of the season, I guess. Yeah, it's pretty mild here, really. And uh, oh, I was talking to um, Who? Uh, somebody down in Florida, and like Who? they they were saying they had eighty degree weather, it? and I was Who like, was oh, it? shut Who? up, just shut Who? up. Who? Who was it? And it's it's like in the mid twenties here. I don't remember. Probably my brother or somebody. It's like in the mid twenties here, and it has been um, like what's snow that, and what's sleet. That, what's that in centigrade? Uh, well, it's below zero. Oh, blimey! Yeah, well, it's pretty mild here. It's uh, to, I mean, we've had the occasional frost, but nothing heavy yet. Well, we've got about. We probably have. Uh, Don't tonight. you just love freezing rain? Oh, I'm just enamored. I mean, I, I look forward to a good freezing rain, and I usually like to wait until, like, right after it's stopped and before the salt truck goes out so I can get that real good slippery action in my car as I head for a ditch. Yeah. That's my favorite bit. 
Yeah, that happened to me once, you know. What, I you were? Uh... I hit black ice. Oh, yeah. And, um, Scary. And I was drifting over to the other side of the road, caught it, but caught it just before I went smack back into a tree, which swung me round and back into the ditch. Oh. So my front corner, my front <laughs> offside corner is sticking out into the road, and it's a bit of a a country road, dark right. country road, no lights. And within minutes, I've just made the call back to my boss because I was like 10 minutes out from work. And I said, um, uh, um, I'm in the ditch. Can and it he be went, late? Oh, he said, you're right. You're right. I said, yeah. He said, right. Whereabouts are you? And I said, hang on a minute. I'll ring you back. Cause a cop has just turned up <laughs> and it's like a quiet country road. Normally yeah. you wouldn't, you know, it, it was a busy road cause it was a, a bit of a thoroughfare from this point, this place which was hitching in Hertfordshire to the M1. And this copper come, puts his head to the door. He says, you all right? Yeah, yeah, fine. He says, okay, I'm going to get you out quickly, he said, because you're causing an obstruction because the front of the car was, you know, sticking out to the road. Sure, which, meant which just makes it worse for everybody else. Along. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And, you know, it being dark, they wouldn't have seen me until they'd been right on top of me. And I thought, crikey, that was a bit quick. And I said, you were here quick. He said, don't worry, mate. There's five more just further up the road that have gone off on black Oh, really? Same thing? (laughs) Yeah. 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 Sure it's not gassing me? I'm sure. Okay. (laughs) I don't don't know if that'll make the cut to the very end. but And, you know, the the bad part is, we were bitching about GarageBand earlier. Typically at this point in the older version of GarageBand, I could stop it, do a quick save, and then start the recording again. But I can't do that now. If I do that, we'll spend the next five minutes waiting for it to go through all the various bits and pieces. That's just crap, isn't it? It is. I, I'm thinking, you know, I'm thinking I'm going to have to find another um, multi-track program to, uh, to record the podcast in. Mm. And I was actually kind of a fan of the new layout of, of GarageBand, but just yeah, you were some of the quirks that have been introduced or that I've run into um, since it's come out is is it's making me crazy. I mean, I, I like the way that it's laid out. I like the way that that they've put some of the tools in the places that they've put them, and how much easier those tools are for me anyway to use. But little things like stopping the program so I could do a save and having to wait for it to, to churn through all of this crap is it's ridiculous. I just don't like it. Yeah. And then of course the fact that, um, since I can't stop the program, if anything happens in the middle of this recording, we lose everything. Right, so from this point forward, I'm going to have to start doing a backup recording, aren't I? Yeah, yeah, I think that's not a bad idea. Thanks for telling me now. (laughs) Hey, look at that. My screen just turned blank. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Oh, yeah, we don't even have to do, I don't even have to do like a, an actual, an actual sentence or language. No, we don't. Because we'll just we'll just we'll just nobody, get up anyway. Nobody has ever ever queried. <laughs> nobody has ever come back and said, "Well pronounced." Nobody has ever come back and said, "Do you know what? I think that language is so and so." Nobody has ever come no, back and said, "I ever. understood every word of that." So 
Can we stop it now, please? <laughs> well, on, on the reverse side of it, they've also never contacted us and said, you know, when you said if and if and it's actually effing effing. <laughs> effing stupid. 